All right, folks. Just having a cup of tea. Joking aside, joking aside. Wow, what a four-month spell. That's a four-week spell that's been, hasn't it? Um, sorry to everybody who's tuning in for some kind of football crack or a, or a crime podcast, but unfortunately, that's not what you're going to get uh, for the next five minutes. Um, just responding, essentially, to the the, um, the defamatory videos that have been put up on another channel over the last four weeks, um, predominantly about my sexuality, um, something which obviously I've... Uh, I've had to deal with for 49 years. Um, yes, I'm heterosexual. Yes, I'm happily married. And uh, no, I don't have any gay inclinations. Yes, I've visited gay bars many times. Um, had some great nights out uh, in Newcastle-upon-Tyne and, uh, and other places, not just in the UK. But um, have I partaked in any, uh, any gay sex acts? In my life? No, I haven't. Um, have I had any gay partners? No, I haven't. Um, not really something that you should be sharing with people who tend to tune into this channel for Newcastle United stuff. But unfortunately, that's where we are with this guy who seems to be um, quite content in making homophobic slurs and, uh, you know, going hammering tongues uh, towards me in particular. Well, I've invited that particular person onto uh, a live chat today. Um, it'll probably be live on Zoom and it'll be pre-recorded by a guy called John who runs a, a podcast called The Criminal Underworld. And I've got to be honest, I'm really looking forward to doing it. Um, I do hope that the person who has been invited onto it uh, chooses to accept, um, bearing in mind that that person for the last three to four weeks has been posting videos um, telling me that I need to do a live with him. So let's do it. Um I would prefer to meet him face to face. I've got to be perfectly honest. Um, and seeing as though he has my office details, um, possibly that could be arranged. He has got the office details, of course, because somebody who follows his YouTube channel chose to put that on his YouTube channel and uh, share it to the world, um, which, again, is illegal and is something which has been reported by uh, me to YouTube. Uh, to get that re to get that removed, um, it's a privacy issue. Um, although my work address is dead easy to find, and I've got no problems with anybody wanting to come and see me as long as they make an appointment. Um, to do that is below the belt when everything that this per particular person says is is a lie and untrue about me, um, defamatory slander. Um, but I'm not going to get into too much of that now because I'd rather do it live with him he wants to do a live let's do the live um i've got to be honest though i would much rather meet you face to face i'll meet you and i'll meet your friend um who was at court that day that i went along to watch uh stephen sears be sentenced um for uh the communications uh, malicious communications against you i'd love to to meet both of you again don't forget i have come to see you before um we did interview you uh, me and my good friend uh neil came to to meet you and we came to your allotment and we had to listen to you ramble on about the uh, family um, who you've spent the last four weeks attacking on social media as well. But from my perspective, I'm more than happy to, to meet you. I don't particularly want to come to your place. I've heard it's a bit of a mess from, uh, from, from a couple of people who did a podcast with you recently. Um, and with COVID, I'm a little bit concerned about health issues especially with you not having any lights on as well um, on some of the videos I've seen. I'm a little bit concerned about that. But definitely happy to meet you. 
Um, I suggest if you if you don't want to do the live today and you you decide that you the live that you've been asking for for the last four weeks you've decided not to do that now, which I've just watched the video and that's what you've said. I'm very very happy for for us to meet in town this week. Um, and as I say, I'll quite happily meet you, um, your friend who was at court that day. I'll happily meet the girl who drops the books off in the blue bin at your place for you, who puts messages up onto on Facebook and then and and on and on YouTube and then deletes them. Um, who's clearly involved in all of this? And I will also happily meet um, you know anybody else who you want to bring along with you. Bring them all. Get a minibus. Book a fifty-two seater. Um, I've got no concerns. I've got no worries. I'm not cocky. Um, I'm just very happy to meet you and. If that clears all this up, then I'm more than happy to do that, um, certainly from my perspective. As for the paperwork, which you keep mentioning, and people say, answer the question, answer the question. Um, and did John do this? And has he done that? And the paperwork that I have seen uh, from Richard Haswell, the solicitor, and he's happy for me to, uh, you know, to disclose his name, and he's, his name's out there as a, as a, as a well-renowned, well-respected solicitor, um, all looks very genuine to me, I've got to be honest. And don't forget, I've written a couple of books about this particular subject. Um, I think what happens is when you when you put a lot of videos out and you uh, cloud the issue by involving different cases, it, it, it can become quite confusing for the general public. I've got no doubt because I've studied uh, how things operate in this in this world and in this country. Um, I've, I've, I've studied how the law works with a, with a lot of situations. And from my perspective, I'm sure you probably have been fitted up at some point by somebody. Um, but is it the people who you're accusing uh, this of? Definitely not. I've seen the paperwork. Um, is some of the paperwork that's floating around from other people, is it fake? Not to my knowledge, it's not. Did I provide the paperwork? No, I did not. Um, but I find it fascinating that you're shifting the blame from another person who you clearly know is to blame for accusing you of various things onto me. I really found that I really found that weird. Um, and I don't understand why you've done it. I don't know whether you think I'm a, a weak, a weak person, whether you think I'm an easy touch, whether you think I'm suddenly going to be terrified. I'm not terrified at all because. I'm telling the truth about everything that I've spoken about. And if I'm not telling the truth, what I'm saying to you is you prove that I'm not telling the truth. Very simple. Put your paperwork up. Put your lie detector test up. Put everything up that uh, proves that what I'm saying and what other people are saying is fake. I personally, if I see proof that you are not what you have been accused of by certain people, I will personally come back on here on my channel with my subscribers and I will publicly apologize to you for anything that I have done. And I'm a man of my word and will happily do that. But from what I've seen, I'm afraid the jury's out. And I don't think that um, you have the paperwork to prove that you're innocent of some of the things you've been accused of. I certainly think that some of the things you've been accused of have been misconstrued, but who knows? Um, but that's not my argument. I haven't put that stuff around about you. Um, I see that you're accusing me of sharing a particular post by somebody about uh, something which you got somebody arrested for a while back and made a five-page statement. 
I never liked that post. I never shared that post. I never put that post out on any social media platforms. And that is why if, if you say that you're trying to get me arrested for that, um, then that is the reason I was never arrested for it because I didn't do it. And I didn't intend to do it. And I certainly didn't like the post and I certainly didn't share it. My choice. I don't get pressured into doing things. I don't get involved in these things for anything other than I'm a writer and I wanted to write a book. I always wanted to write the book about the particular family that I did write the book about. And it's a book I'm very proud of. You have to remember that I co-wrote the book with another author, somebody who you seem to conveniently forget when you get when you're handing out criticism. Um, my job in writing that book was to take notes and, and, and get the get the book signed up. The other person wrote the book. Why don't you ever speak about them, I wonder? Interesting. The second book, which was more about Operation Insight, um, I wrote myself. And I'll take full responsibility for that book. Also got to clear up the Phil Berryman stuff. Not once have I ever written a book with or done a documentary with a man called Phil Berryman. I shared a coffee with him once in Newcastle, in Blake's on Grey Street. And we chatted about potentially re-releasing his book called The Wacky Backy Boat. Well worth a read, anybody who's watching this, by the way. Well worth a read, well worth having a look on, the, on Amazon and getting a copy of it. Um, now, that book won't sit well with the person who I'm hopefully going to speak to at two o'clock today. And that is because that person is mentioned in that book and the whole ins and outs of that particular case are mentioned in there. I also approached Phil Berryman to do a documentary that day. He was keen on it at first. He decided not to do it. He eventually did a documentary with a guy called Paul Frost. Now, Paul Frost, as many of you in the Northeast will remember, he used to do uh, the news programme. Um, on Tang Tees, not look north, northeast tonight, Tang Tees News, whatever, whatever Mike Neville used to be on, he used to do that anyway. Now, Paul Frost is from the same area as Phil Berryman, and he basically did the documentary. So, again, another lie I didn't do that documentary, I never did the book because Phil did the book himself, and I met Phil Berryman once, and that was for a coffee and Blake's on Grey Street. So I'm sad to say that's another dispel of another myth that you put out there. So let's just get this straight. I didn't pass the paperwork on to John. I believe he's confirmed that later this morning. Two, I'm not gay. I'm heterosexual. Three, I've never had any relationships with any men at any time, at any place in Newcastle or abroad or on the moon. Four, I personally did not share any post about you, which you then complained about and got somebody arrested for, made a five-page statement. I didn't share it, didn't like it, didn't create it. I've never run a smear campaign against you. I've written books. One book, your name didn't even get mentioned in it. Um, are you referred to in it? I don't know. You tell me. Um, I didn't do the documentary with Phil Berryman. That's another lie. So many, so many stories that you've put out there, I'm struggling to keep up. But I think that pretty much covers it from my side. The paperwork, um, which I have seen about all of that particular case, Operation Insight, never mentions your name. It doesn't mention your name. And if people watch the video that we did a couple of weeks ago, um, 
professionally done, I've got to say. Um, that video that we did is basically spelling it out. Each of those crimes in Operation Insight, of which there was nine crimes. You keep saying nine, so I'm wondering whether you're confusing yourself with this particular case. But you were never arrested for any of those things. You were never arrested, questioned, or charged for any of those things. So from my perspective, I, I don't understand why you're tying yourself in with that. Again, on the live chat, maybe you can tell me why you believe that you have been involved in that and why you have why you've been accused of that. But at no time in the paperwork that I have, and I've got two boxes of that, uh, which I've been through meticulously, are you mentioned in any of that paperwork. So it might be nine other crimes that you're talking about. I don't know. But ultimately, for me, I find that really, really strange. Why would anybody tie themselves into crimes that they had nothing to do with. I, I, I've i got to be honest, I struggle to understand why you put your head above the parapet on this particular issue and start blaming people who don't actually have anything to do with it. Obviously, I've been careful not to mention names. I think we all know who this is about. Um, and I did see somebody on another YouTube channel post a, an email, um, which was quite timely, it has to be said, um, from another author, which was asked to be passed on to a member of this other family in Newcastle. And that particular email is from another author in August 2016. Now that names him and it names a journalist. And it also names a lie detector guy who um, I've been aware of uh, for many years, but obviously somebody who I know the person this is directed to actually took a lie detector test with. So those people in that email, it makes a fascinating read. Um, I'll stick the link below. But those people, it would appear, all had an inclination or a suspicion about an accusation levelled at you. But I'm not mentioned in that, and I certainly didn't encourage that. And I'd love to know why you think I did. Um, but yeah. Fascinating stuff. Um, as I say, I, I became an author really to get books out that I wanted to do. And the the one I did about the family, I'm still quite proud of it. I think it's great. As for the film, um, the film script's been written. What I would say is don't believe everything you see in the papers about the storyline and about the cast and about who's in it. Because newspapers don't always print the truth. And I think you probably agree with me on that. It's probably something we agree with. Sometimes newspapers make things up. Um, but yeah, from my perspective, the film, I think, will be, be very good, very interesting. Um, I'm not upset that you don't like my acting. Killer Bitch was my very first film. Thoroughly enjoyed doing it. Big shout out to Liam Galvin for casting me in that many moons ago. Um, interesting to see that it's been uh, used and and you've been superimposed on there shooting me. Quite violent, that, isn't it? Not sure who's done that, who's associated with you, but uh, yeah, interesting. I've got to say, though, I haven't lost any sleep over this. Uh, in fact, I switched off for three weeks, as you probably noticed. Um haven't really been that interested in, in the ranting and raving. I come back on the odd occasion to watch a few, and I've got to be honest, it makes us laugh a lot of the time. A lot of it makes us smile. Um, 
when you get the you get to my point in life, life's too short really to to worry about things. And you know, I've I've had a, a fruitful life. If it was if if it was to end tomorrow, then from my perspective, I've achieved everything I set out to achieve. Got married, had kids, um, and ended up on the career path that I wanted, which was to be an actor. And and I ended up writing as well, which I never thought I would do. And you know what? I hope you've achieved everything you've wanted to achieve in life because, you know, from from everyone's perspective, we all start out on a level playing field. We all come out the same way and we all go out the same way. And we all essentially, you know, do start off to a degree on a level playing field. Some of us maybe aren't born into riches or some of us are born into poverty, but we all still have that same chance to try and educate ourselves and make ourselves better. And I'd like to think that's what I've done. Um, and I know that attracts jealousy. I know that attracts uh, critics. I know it attracts trolls. That's life. Just got to get on with it. And, you know, from my perspective, there's always going to be two sides to a story. And this this particular story that I've chosen to, to write about, about, you know, notorious figures, isn't the first one I've done. I've done, obviously, other books up and down the country. But... I try to be impartial. I try to sit back and not take sides. And I think, to be honest, we've done that. Are you entitled to a reply? Of course you are. And you've done that. You've chosen your own particular platform to do that. Have you done it in the right way? My opinion? No, I don't think you have. But that's up to you. You know, that's your choice. You have to live, you know, with either the praise or the embarrassment that these particular videos that you're putting out you know, put on you. I do think that, you know, if somebody's advising you, maybe they're advising you for their own advantage or their, their own, you know, their own bizarre means. I don't really know why they would be advising you to do it this way. Um, but I understand that with some of the accusations leveled at you, you feel you've got to clear your name. And, you know, would I do the same? I probably would, but I wouldn't do it. This, I wouldn't do it the way that you've done it. Um, but I've done this video really just to to have me say and and to answer to a few of the the stuff that, that that's been put out there. Um, as I say, look, I, I went I went through this with with the Tommy Robinson interview of you know a few months back when people chose to to lose uh, to to leave my particular channel because I interviewed him. He's a controversial character. Um, I got a bit of stick for interviewing a, a, another criminal on this channel a while back. I got stick for interviewing David Icke. Um, but I'm not really bothered. Never have been bothered. Um, I'll do what I want to do. Um, obviously, I take people's feelings into consideration. But this is my channel and I'll, I'll you know continue to put out as much content as I can because I know it gives a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. And... You know, from my perspective, I just think it's, you know, it's still worth doing, even though lockdown is, is hopefully going to end on July the 19th. Um, is it about views and hits and likes, etc.? Well, not really, because I, I really did want to just keep this to me interviewing people and, and you know, doing Newcastle programmes and doing the odd crime programme and celeb programme. Um, but sadly, you, you've turned this into a circus. And it means that, unfortunately, I've got to come out and, I've got to come out and respond, you know, and 
you know, I hope that this response is, is met with approval um, by you and others who watch it. It'll probably not be. It'll probably be picked apart. It'll probably be used against us. But, you know, who, who gives a monkeys? As I say, I'm too long in the tooth to, to really care. I've, I've got to where I have been in life by being by being honest. And as far as I'm concerned, the stuff that I have done has been honest. But let's just reiterate a few things again. You know, I, oh, Glover. Yeah, David Glover interview. David Glover interview um, was something that I was really keen on doing after seeing his interview in the Evening Chronicle. I felt that his Evening Chronicle interview, um, he, he actually came across... Although still not quite as well as he was back in the day, um, somebody who could have a conversation. So me and my uh, partner from the film company decided to, to get him in front of a camera. I've seen a lot of people say that it's edited. <laughs> of course it's edited. Um, I think you've all seen that in that particular video, he's, he's clearly not well. We asked him some questions and he gave us some answers. It's as simple as that. All that's been edited out is uh, 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 mm, long pauses. Um, did we have to ask him any questions again? No. Why is it only you know a few minutes long? Because it was quite clear to me when we sat down with him that he's not capable of having a, a full-on interview. And some people are and some people aren't. I'm sure if the person this is addressed to sat down with me again, like he had done in the past, he'd be able to talk all day. But unfortunately, Mr. Glover couldn't, and and that's a pity. Um, what else? Paperwork. Yes, paperwork. Getting back to paperwork. Um, the person this is addressed to also says that I received all the paperwork Um from Glover's statements, etc. I've I've went through the emails and I obviously have an email account from about ten years ago, an old Hotmail account, and I found two emails from this person who this is addressed to, and the two emails. I'm more than happy to you know to, to share them. Can't share them on here, unfortunately. But those two particular emails, um, one was a an article um, about. Um, which he's spoken about on some of his podcasts about the um, the crime that uh, was in the Times newspaper. So it's, it's, it's basically an article which is talking about gangs from up and down the country meeting each other in Newcastle, sorting out this huge drugs deal. Um, it's written by a journalist, uh, somebody I've never heard of, but I had a copy of that article sent to us by, by this person. The other email is the same statements that he used to put all over Facebook, um, which i would got to be honest, I forgot I actually had them. So now I've seen them, now I know exactly what he's talking about. I've always said, well, what paperwork? But yeah, I've just read them, and it's just the same old stuff that he puts up, which everybody knows. Um, it's somebody else who was accused of a particular murder on Tyneside in the 90s. And this is a statement from Glover from when he was obviously uh, working as an informer. And this particular statement is different to what I've seen. Too late to use in any books now, unfortunately, but it's not really announcing anything new. It's something which you've clearly shared on, on social media on numerous occasions and something that I've seen openly discussed in the chat on your channel 
um, on some of the videos that you've put out. So again, yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember those emails being sent, but now I've got them. I have got them. Tiger, Tiger, already discussed it. Um, my statement on that stands, you were at Tiger, Tiger with Paul Massey that night. And I've, I, you know, I can't ask Paul, sadly, because of what's happened to him, uh, to, to back up that particular night. And the other person who was there, I do not want to drag that person into this charade, this farce. It's your word against mine about that particular night. I do want to address your friend's statement on that because your friend says that there was an issue and there was a situation developed in a bar. That was a different bar. That was in Mood Bar, which was in the gate, which is no longer there. And I had it clarified that there was a situation in Mood that night and that your party either left by their own means or were escorted out the back of the building which if anyone knows where Mood was, it was in the Gate Precinct, which used to be the Mayfair in Newcastle. The fire doors, you come out the back, you come up Low Friar Street, and then that leads to Tiger Tiger. Now, this particular situation, obviously, they've come out of those back gates and come round to the front door. That's how they've ended up at Tiger Tiger. The situation, though, that I mentioned on the other podcast is genuine. It is true. And from my perspective... You know, I even got the other guy who was working on the front door with us that night and he gave his account. I said, you're now calling him a smackhead. Unbelievable, childish, ridiculous, pathetic. Um, the guy's not a smackhead at all. And I just don't understand why, it, you know, why, well, you do it maybe to get a reaction possibly, but I just don't understand why you think we, you know, what, what I stand to gain out of lying about that. You think you're going to discredit me as an author? Go for it. There's no CCTV footage. Yeah, you're saying that I would collect the CCTV footage. Um, why? I've got no interest in doing it. It was a non-event. You know, it was an absolute non-event. All it, all it was was me doing you a favour and allowing you in while a taxi was booked by the person who I certainly won't name. And you left. It's as simple as that. You're saying you weren't there. I'm saying you were there. Nobody can prove it. I've got witnesses. You've got witnesses. Nobody can prove it. CCTV at the venue is gone. It doesn't exist. It get you know it, they would wipe it from month to month at the venue. So I didn't keep it. I wish I had. Um, it would and there was no incident, so it wouldn't go into an incident book because there was no incident. You walked in, had a drink, came back out, got a taxi, and I you know shook hands with with my mate and with Paul Massey, and off you went. That was it. Game over. So that's never going to be solved. Talking about getting camera footage from councils, etc. Dear me, how it was about ten years ago, man. You're misleading people on your channel, and that's you know crack on. And anybody who believes that load of pony, um, you know people who like me and and trust what I say will believe me. People who like you don't like me, um, will trust what you're saying and believe what you're saying. So it, it's as simple as that. But it's it's neither here nor there. And it's, you know, from my perspective, I, I stand by my story. I stick by my story and I'm sure you stick by yours. So we'll agree to disagree on that. Um, the reason I've done this, though, is, is obviously, to, you know, to make sure that people do know that I'm more than willing to do this this interview this afternoon. Um, I'm not sure how it'll go. 
um, with with you, uh, seeing you lose your temper a few times on your podcast, but we'll give it a shot. Um, failing that, let's uh, let's meet up because I think you know it's it's a long overdue, and I'm quite happy to come on my own um, if that's what you want to do. But let's wait and see. I did leave the comments open. Um, let's see what ha- let's let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens here. Let's see what a few of the Let's see what a few of the comments are about. Um, okay, so Graham Nickel, yeah, lol, where the hell's this come from? Not that there's anything wrong with anybody who's gay, each to their own. Uh, people are just horrible. Hi, Steve, what is this about? I hope we've cleared it up. Who's he talking about, says Paul Kinson. Um, Jay, could be, who knows? Um, exactly, Paul. Uh, thought you were having a day off. Well, Mike, I was having a day off, but sadly, this uh, incident has raised its head. Um, Fungo says, I have a feeling someone's going to get hurt. Nice idea about only viewing this if you're subbed 20 minutes long, etc. Keep trolls away. Not my thing, uh, but Friday's show was class. Thanks, Paul. Um, who is Mr. Humphreys? Um, he's a guy from a sitcom in England called uh, Are You Being Served? And that has been the name which has been uh, linked to me on this person's channel over the last few weeks. Sad, really, but um, yeah, it's a it's a homophobic jibe at me, um, linking me with a, a sitcom character. Um, and if you watch the, the particular videos, uh, most of them have been taken down for defamation, but mainly just attacking me personally um, and calling me Mr. Humphreys is trying to say that I'm, I'm gay. Um, nothing wrong with anyone being gay. I've got a lot of gay friends, a lot of lesbian friends, a lot of trans friends. Um, you know, from, uh, from from my perspective, when I worked on the door in London, uh, the Ministry of Sound back in the day, um, I used to work with a lot of trans staff. Um, crazy, really, to, to, to even go down that avenue. But I guess it shows the mentality. Keep the faith. Thank you. Uh, listen, Steve, can tell the way you talk. You speak well. Uh, this person uh, can't talk. So backwards. Thanks, Jay. Mr. Humphreys uh, is what Paddy calls Steve. Correct. Uh, stay focused on the film. Things should be squashed. Life is tough as it is with COVID situation. Everyone should get on like adults. Stay focused. Yeah, I've said that for a while, Mark. Unfortunately, it just uh, it just gets carried away. Got to say as well, other podcasters will will always jump in and try and utilize this for their own benefits. And and you know, look, me perfectly, uh, me 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 as as a podcaster. Sorry. Um, I personally, you know, try to keep this as a, you know, as a, as a football channel. Dip into the true crime because I sell true crime books, but um, I've done actors. I've done, you know, some some fairly controversial characters like Tommy Robinson and uh, like David Icke. You know, get your numbers up. Darren G came on. Um, you know, a lot of people said don't interview him, but I'm really pleased that I did. Um, I've given a lot of local people a, an opportunity to get on. Um, we've raised over seven thousand pounds for the food bank on this channel. So, you know, from my perspective, it's uh, it's been a it's been a big, big, you know, a big, big help to a lot of people through lockdown as well. So, it it, it really is it really is important. Um, you know, like it's, it's essentially essentially for me, you know, to get to get positive messages out. Um, I can't wait for this. I've kept quiet until he started bumping his gums about the dead and blaming people for it. He really can't say no to Zoom, but people, please don't use headphones. Yeah, Smile, I did see your comments, and, I, and I'm not gonna not gonna make the hurt anymore for you. Um, I saw the, the video that was put out yesterday. Again, 
even when I'm writing true crime books, I am very, very focused on doing the job properly and trying, it's very hard, trying not to upset the families of those people who've, who've lost loved ones. And sadly, that's happened. Whether it's the craze, and I've written many books on the craze, done documentaries about the craze. George Cornell and Jack the Hat have still got family. Frank Mitchell still has family. And the constant repetition of the crimes, the stories, the glorification on films, it's never far from my mind. That's certainly been in my mind when we've done the film script, I have to say. So anyone watching this who is maybe connected with, you know, anyone in Newcastle, um, I'd like to put your minds at rest that there is certainly no glorification of of anything um, major. But it's a good film. It's a good script. Remember, remember with a film, and this is the first one I've written, film scripts are film scripts. They're not reality. They're, you know, based on a true story, but not always reality. So for me... I'm proud of it. It's now with a script um, editor. Will it get made? Yes, it will. Um, will I play Stephen? Who knows? I could be too close to the project now. I didn't expect to have to write the script. 12 months ago, wouldn't have even dreamt of it. But I've done it. I've learned, I've learned scripts, you know, all my life. I've been acting from seven until I was 18 and then came back in as a 30-year-old. Um... I'm proud of it. The feedback I've had from three well-known faces in, in film world, directors and scriptwriters, has been absolutely superb. So for me, it's been harsh criticism as well. When I, when I did the first draft, I don't mind telling people, the first 20 minutes are great, is what one person said, live from Los Angeles on a Zoom call. But the rest of it's a bloody mess. That's what you want to hear. Because I'm, I'm not an expert. I've never written a script before. But I'm learning quickly what to do. And uh, I've got the right people around us. I heard the other person say that uh, the budget was 50 grand. Nah, it's not. We're on the right path. We'll take our time with it. We'll get it done. And... We'll, we'll put it to bed. We'll make we'll make a film for the Northeast to be proud of. But Smiler, you know, from your perspective, I, I did see your messages and went off track a little bit there. And uh, I just thought that video was completely disrespectful and disgraceful uh, yesterday. Um, oh, he will hurt your ears shouting, but he can't be washing his hair. He's just been cut. His followers put the address on. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I'm not going to mention anyone's name because it's um, it's not my place to, and I don't like to get in the slang of matches with people. I think it's cruel what he's saying about your sexuality. He's immature, but 2 o'clock we will see. Popcorn ready, smashing it. Love the stars. Thank you. Yeah, well, the dungeon thing behind us is uh, is obviously just another reference to somewhere where apparently I like to go. Um, I've got to be honest, I've never been in the dungeon. Um, don't know where it is. Apparently it's in the Eagle Bar. So a bit of free publicity for the Eagle Bar in Newcastle, not somewhere where I particularly... Uh, would like to go. I've got to be honest. Um, the yard got to mention no. Never had, a, never met the man uh, manager from the yard. Never had an affair with a manager from the yard. Never had uh, any kind of relationship with a ma manager from the yard. Have I been to the yard though? Yes. Good bar. Uh, can well recommend it. And if you're not from Newcastle, I would fully advise having a great night down Grey Street, maybe, and then popping down to our wonderful um, gay community and having a night out down there. Uh, just. Enjoy yourself. It's good crack. We've got a party city, and why shouldn't straight people go to homosexual bars?
and the gay area. I just don't understand it. Um, am I getting this person on? Um, yes, I will be, hopefully. Um, but it'll be Zoom. We've uh, offered them an opportunity. And that's it. Am I going to be fair? I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to run it. Uh, John from the criminal underworld has, has agreed to do it. So we'll, we'll wait and see. We've got an hour and 15 minutes. I'm going to go and get uh, something to eat. Um, I'd like to get this done at two o'clock if I can. And I'd like to put it to bed um, because England are playing tonight. And like to revert back to uh, to football. Uh, thank you, Smilat, reporting them for defamation. Um, and yes, rest in peace, Dean. Uh, tragic that, tragic story. Um, of course, I will be fair. He said he will Zoom. Uh, yes, exactly. So uh, again, uh, have I contacted Paddy? Obviously mentioned him there because I've read your comment out uh, to let him know about this. Yes, John from the Underworld, uh, Criminal Underworld page has done that. Uh, so let's hope that it happens. If not, we can always arrange it for another day. If you're on his channel, and I'm sure a lot of you are, just let him know. Point him in the direction of this video. Um, I've got nothing to hide at all. And I hope that this video has cleared that up. Um, and from my perspective, I'm more than happy um, to, you know, either meet him in the street, meet him at my office. And as I say, that pretty shan is what we see up here. Um, Pretty Shan putting someone's office address on, on there. It's easily find. Uh, you can easily find it, of course. Anyone who's got businesses, easily findable at co a company's house. But, you know, for somebody to put it up there. And I did see the comment, and I know exactly who it was. Um, you know, I don't know what you felt you were going to achieve by that. But, you know, from my perspective, I'm more than happy. Just make an appointment. Ring the desk. Make an appointment. Let's, let's, let's meet up. Um... I think most people have had enough of this now. Um, comments, you know, are just, you know, people putting a, putting across, uh, you know, putting across opinions, etc. Um, the people in the chat, I've watched it on that channel. And again, I've got nothing against you guys. You know, I understand. I am like Marmite. Not everybody likes me. Um, whether you're, it's because of your football allegiance, whether it is you just don't like me. Uh, whether it's just you're, you're jealous of the fact that I've I've tried to make something in my life, whether it's the fact that you just don't like the fact that I'm speaking up against somebody who whose opinion matters to you, um, I'm afraid we can't all get on. That's the that's the world we live in, and that that is the planet we live on. And I've I've come to terms with that at the right old age of 49. I understand it. What I do know is though, life is too short, and with COVID, um, especially life is even shorter at this moment in time. Um, so. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, I will tell you all, um, as there's 147 watching, that there is a big video going up tomorrow. And it doesn't concern me, uh, but I will put it on this channel. Um, not sure what time it'll go up, but I presume it's going to be sometime around the evening. It is a long, long, long video, uh, but it's one that had to be done. And I think, again, this will put an end to the trolling of somebody else. Had to be done. Um, Danny, why are you even talking, taking it this far? It's kid stuff. People could get locked up for life, Stevie. You could ruin your credibility through all the daftness back and forth. Danny, fully appreciate that. I'm not a criminal. Never been a criminal. Not into crime. Um, it's not really tit for tat, is it? And you have to go back, really, to McIntyre, um, a programme that was done... A long, long time ago. 
Um, you can get it. I think some of it's still available on YouTube. Um, certainly available on DVD on eBay. But if you go back to McIntyre's Underworld, that was when somebody first went public from the Northeast and said what they said. That this particular family in Newcastle were police informers, that they did this, they did that. Um, I watched that, as everybody did on Tyneside, and I felt pretty sad for the person on there. And it was embarrassing, but that was where it all started. That's when someone put their head above the parapet and went on to national television and started embarrassing the Northeast. And from my perspective, the people who were, that was directed at, had a right to reply. I had asked those people if I could do a book and I was told no on numerous occasions. But once the McIntyre program came out, I was contacted directly and said, we're going to do a book because we have a right to reply. So if anybody started it, then it's it's the person who put their head above the parapet first and went on to TV. Um, all the other stuff, the legal stuff, and he said, she said, is, is fairly irrelevant if we're going to talk about who actually started this particular circus. Um, but you want me to give you an honest opinion as to who started it, then that person who went on to McIntyre started it. That person who went on to McIntyre might not have known what he was letting himself in for. McIntyre certainly knew what he was doing, as do everybody who work on these particular programmes. Um, producers, researchers will tell you one thing, you go and do it. But then unfortunately, when it gets done and made, it's not what you expected it to be. Things have been edited. Things have been cut. And sadly... I believe that's what happened. Danny, I see you're saying you believe us, uh, but you, 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 I'm making sense, sorry. Uh, that's what happened. And unfortunately for that person, there was always going to be a right to reply. And because I always wanted to write the other family's book, we wrote a book from their perspective. You can't sling mud and not expect to get some slung back. And that's what that's what essentially started this. But since then, um, social media came about. There has been exchange of words between both parties, which of course then led eventually um, to the situation that developed a couple of years ago, which was one person making a statement against another person for malicious communications and that person being arrested and that person being charged and tried, pleading guilty and getting convicted. Now, that's it. That, that's, that, that's where this is all developed from. The person this has been directed to was then, you know, essentially, um, in, in their mind, labelled, uh, you know, labelled something that they didn't want to be. And, and they now feel that they've got to come out and clear their name on, on social media. But to do that, they feel that they've got to attack me directly and then deal with... The other party by slandering them as much as they can by saying that they're police informers. Um, crazy, really, crazy. To anybody watching, I just think people have laughed at it. And and I, I know a lot of people have laughed at it. I've been stopped in the street in Newcastle City Centre. People have just said, this is crazy. This is, this is you know, this is box office, this popcorn out, you know. But from my perspective, it's 
you know, being stuck in the middle of it's not great. Somebody said, yeah, you're tarnishing your reputation. I'm, I'm not really because I'm a crime author. And when you get yourself involved in this particular situation, you have to be prepared that not it's not always going to be smooth sailing. Um, I'll tell you what as well, because I was going to finish, but let's let's talk a little bit about the book that was never written as well. Um, there was a book, and, and this 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 plays back to the the video that was put out by that UK crime channel, whatever it's called, last night, with the author writing a, an email explaining that the person this is directed to had been, you know, essentially arrested for a particular offence. Now that that offence is something that this person denies. However, the person who wrote that email was thick as thieves with the person this is directed to. And they were going to do a book together. And the book, I think, was going to be called In the Name of My Father. Now, that particular book was being written. The cover had been done. And essentially, it was all systems go. I think it was even on Amazon. And for some reason, the book never happened. It collapsed like a pack of cards. There was a huge fallout and it was a public fallout on Facebook, very similar to this, but on Facebook. And that particular fallout has led to this current situation, I believe, because that particular person who fell out with this person has created this storm. Not deliberately now, but set everything up a few uh, a few years ago because that book eventually came out. And that book's called Fog on the Time. I don't think it's available in hard copy anymore unless you can get it on eBay. Now, my belief is that that book, Fog on the Time, is actually in the name of my father. So all of those stories that should have been in the name of my father, I believe, were taken and put into that book. And that particular book should have been making money for the person this is directed to. But it didn't. It only made money for the author. So all of your, imagine if you've got your life story, you want to go to a publisher, and you're working with somebody who's a writer and a publisher, and what happens? They fall out with you, but they still bring the book out, and you don't get any money out of it. How would you feel? Absolutely furious. And I believe that's what's happened. Pretty, pretty sad that, pretty sad. Um, got a feel for somebody when they have that done, but that's what's happened. And that email that went out last night on that video is the smoking gun, really. It tells you who then stuck the stuck the information in, whether it was true or not, about a particular situation that developed. Um, which eventually led to the five-page statement and somebody being arrested. So that person is not getting it in the neck anymore. I am. Now it's me. But there's the smoking gun. That proves it wasn't me. So it's sad. Mr. Scott says, Steve Wraith and his gang hit a wasp's net with a big stick. Now you're getting stung. Don't moan about it. I didn't hit a wasp's nest, uh, wasp's nest, Mr. Scott, at all. Smiley's done very well through his life and accomplished so much. I think that's something to be very proud of. Thank you, Ewan. I hope you were talking about me. Rob, I'm fine, pal. I hope you're well. Um, up the felon. Love the place. And I uh, hope you're well, Rob. 
Smile out, of course, but sadly, some people thrive off hating people and jealousy. It's a disease. Um, Bernard seemed through him eventually, and I think that guy being spoke to like a baked bean, he's starting to wake up. Um, it's interesting. Danny, as a Scotchy lad, it was brilliant in the late 80s and 90s. Um, I was talking about you. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Smiler. Uh, look, apologies again to the 158 watching um, who, you know, who probably only just tuned in by football and thinking, what the hell is Steve going on about now? I think most of you know, um, anyway, that I have a bit of a, I do have a bit of a, an interest in true crime. Unfortunately, what's happened over the last four weeks is once again, um, you know, I've been targeted by by a troll. The best thing about this one is actually that he's, at least I know who it is. Um, so th I think that's probably why I haven't been affected as much by it. Um, because I know exactly who it is. Anybody who, who's got a, a chance to watch on the playlist, think before you tweet. It's a documentary I did at Christmas about um, Twitter trolls. Um, really proud of it. It still currently makes money um, for mental health charity. And uh, it's available on Amazon. Think before you tweet, it's called. Give it a watch. It's about trolls. Um, and that's, you know, again, I'm used to trolling. I've had 30 years of having my head above the parapet, taking stick from way back in the day, um, from way back in the day when I used to do the footballers football show um, and do all the local TV stuff for talking about Newcastle. Um, you know, I'm, I'm used to being trolled, guys and girls. So... You know, from my perspective, it's um, it's not really anything new. But give that documentary a watch; I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Okay, it's coming up. It's coming up to one o'clock. Um, I didn't intend to go on for fifty minutes, but make sure you watch out for the video tomorrow. I think you'll find it all very enlightening. Uh, thank you. Good luck from Scotland. Cheers, um, Smiler. If you could send a link, if you can find it, send a link, please. It's think before you tweet. Just just Google it on the channel. It's on the playlist. Send it to Katie Price. I think we did send it to her because I know she met um, the family who I wrote the book about. She met um, she met them at the airport on a, on her way off somewhere, and she got a copy of Tried and Tested, and uh, she'll know she'll know a little bit about this, you know. Um, copy, God, I hope so. I hope so. I'll find out. Actually, I'll switch my phone on, um, and I'll I'll tell you whether I've had any message uh, back from John. Got an hour to go. See whether it's whether it's happening. No, not not heard anything yet. Okay, look. Uh, keep an eye out on the social medias. If you're not on the if you're not actually on the Facebook group, uh, the Sears group, pop onto there. Um, I'll put an announcement out in there. I'll stick one. I can't put an announcement out on the channel, so I'll just put a text up on there. Um, but let's hope he does it. Let's hope he does it. And if not, I'll meet him this week. Um, he's got to come to Newcastle. I don't drive. Um, I was born to be driven. I always say that. People don't like that, but that's what I say. Um, yeah, I don't drive. So he's going to have to come to me from, from, from the outskirts of Newcastle, wherever he lives. Um, so, yeah, look, let's hope he does come on at 2 o'clock. Nathan, hope you're doing well, son. Uh, keep doing what you do, Steve. As you know, my granddad absolutely loved the books you sorted for him. Thank you very much, Nathan. Uh, Ewan, have a great day, Steve. Happy Saturday to you. Same to you. Come on, England. Let's hope we'll get a win. I'm off to pop off to have for me popcorn. Okay, listen, been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'll uh, not call any of you idiots like some other podcast hosts do. Um, I do enjoy the chat, whether people are on to criticise us or not. Um, and I just hope this little uh, podcast has, has hopefully cleared up the whole Mr. Humphreys thing for uh, in particular. Uh, but everything else, and you know, some people, haters are going to hate. 
that's it and i'm not down and i'm not depressed and i'm not uh, i'm not sick so don't ever think these things get to me um but i just felt it was important to come on but remember if this video doesn't happen today i will pursue it and try and get him on uh for a chat and um if he doesn't come on for a chat then i'll try and meet him face to face which will be good and if that doesn't happen uh, make sure you keep an eye out for the big video tomorrow night um you need to put about an hour and a half aside though one and a half hours it is epic it is good it'll be well worth a watch and um yeah i think it'll clear a lot of other things up as well okay i'm away back to the dungeon i'm free Hostilities will end officially at one minute after midnight tonight, Tuesday the 8th of May. In post-war London, two promising boxers thrived as they rose from the ashes to become the most feared brothers in British criminal history. But in 1969, they were both sentenced to life in prison. This is the story of a young man's friendship with them in their final years. His friendship with Ronnie and Reggie Cray. They were associating with celebrities, you know, beautiful woman on Reggie's arm, they drove fast cars, they were involved in bars and nightclubs. It epitomised everything that an influential 15-year-old mind on Tyneside would really want in life. They fascinate a lot of people. Wow, I've had a letter from Reg Cray, you know, it was like a prized possession. He did say, I'd like you to go and see Ron. When I think that instills a bit of fear into somebody when you know anybody's capable of doing something extreme. He turns to me and says, I need you to get rid of Kate. I knew I was sitting in front of someone who was a serious, serious character. They weren't bothered who they'd hurt and they were just prepared to go the full hog. You get killed. There's no easy way out of that one. You get killed. Of course, they were feared that there's two sides to every story. They were from an era where they could be absolutely ruthless. The thing about the bad guy is he never knows He's the villain of the piece. He thinks he's doing right, no matter what he does. But had they been out and people been able to see him, no one would have respected that. I'm close to getting out of there. Four and a half decades. It's going to take me six weeks to visit all the fucking graves. <laughs>